say you did that shit for. see because y'all can't see me but I know that it's really been a while and I just want to say sorry um I've had a lot going on I just be real honest I've had a lot going on since the last time I dropped the episode this year has been very very crazy it's been one thing after another but you know I'm here finally back and finally ready to commit myself to consistently doing this um I'm making good on a promise that I made to one of my coworkers to at least get back started with this before the year ends. And I know you're probably looking at today's like date like, girl, you cutting it real close. I already know, but I'm here. I'm active. I finally got a microphone, so I don't have to use my phone to <laughs> record audio anymore. So, you know, we're ready. And I thank you guys for being patient with me and still showing love and support, even though I only gave y'all one episode and dipped. I promise I won't do that again. Not until um season one is over with. So, here we are. So today's topic is about post-grad life, post-grad depression, and all things related to that. And I know that I typically will drop a Google form and let y'all send me questions and answer them. But somebody gave me the idea to talk about my own journey, talk about my own struggles that I've dealt with since graduating. And I felt it was appropriate when it comes to this topic because there has been so much that has happened between May and now that I could probably go on forever. For y'all's sake, I won't because I don't even have the attention span to listen to myself talk about all of that forever. So anyway, but I'm here to just talk and I hope that some of the things that I say some of the advice I give um, can be just a light for anybody else who is in my shoes right now or anybody else that will eventually be walking down this same path soon. So um, as you guys know, I graduated back in May and life has been you know, pretty okay. Um, summer was definitely interesting. I got two job offers and I ended up taking one in um, Beaumont, Texas. So I'm currently a full-time reporter here. And it's definitely been an interesting journey. I know that um, summer was kind of rough. My hours had gotten cut back when I was working at HEB. And it was really hard to just kind of put two and two together, make ends meet and all of that. And I didn't like it. I'm like, you know, dang, the summer after I graduated, I was supposed to be on vacation and living my best life. And not to say that I didn't have fun, but I definitely think summer 21 had summer 22 beat by a long shot, but I also had the monies back summer 2021 because I was on unemployment. I missed that real bad. But um, So it was a little rough in that aspect, but there are a lot of things that I started to learn about myself as a woman. A lot of things that I began to learn about what I do and don't want in my life when it comes to friendships, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to my family relationships, just learning how to be me. And I went through some things that were hurtful. I had some epiphanies that definitely broke me down. But I look back at that time and I compare how I was then to who I am now. And I can see the difference. I can understand why I went through some of the things that I did. And I feel like it's made me a better person. It's made me a stronger person, made me a wiser person. But all in all, summer 2020. Sorry, summer 2022, the best thing that I could say is that I was just broke and just winging it and just trying to get through. Um, Some of the thoughts that I've had since I've moved away from school, 
I do have some regrets and it's not because of things that I did do, but it's things that I didn't do enough of. I feel as if though when I was in school, I spent so much time just being worried about how people would perceive me. Um, Not necessarily if people would like me or not, because I really could care less if people like me. I like me. So, you know, my mama liked me. God liked me. Really don't care whether you do like me or not, but it was more so like what people would have to say, because I didn't want to ever be somebody they came across to people as selfish or somebody that came across to people as mean and all those other things. And, you know, I'm slowly starting to gravitate out of that mindset and just, is that even the right word for me to use? Anyway, I'm starting to grow out of that mindset, I guess I should say. And I just understand that if I continue to be my authentic self, whoever's in my life will, whoever's meant to be in my life rather, will accept me for who I am. And that'll be just that. Um, I know one of the things that I've struggled with the most. What is going on? It's a piece of plastic moving on the floor, and I thought it was something else that really scared me, y'all. But anyway, um, one of the things that I have struggled with the most, of course, since leaving Huntsville was loneliness. Um, I was so geeked and so hyped to have my first apartment, to be on my own, have my big girl job, do my own thing. But it's been pretty lonely. Um, I do have my stepmom's family out here, and I'm really grateful for that because growing up, I didn't really get to see my Grammy all that much. And I mean, reasonably so. I live in Houston. I live with my mom's side of the family and, you know, my stepmom's side of the family. That That's my dad's side of the family at the end of the day. And outside of anything related to that, I didn't really have any business being in Beaumont and half of my family gatherings with my dad's side of the family were either going to be in Houston or Dallas. So occasionally I would see Grammy, you know, we'd happen to cross paths whether I was at my dad's house or I may have been out in California with some of the rest of my stepmom's family, but I didn't really get to see her much. So I know that finally getting the chance to be around her has honestly been very helpful. She has been there for me on some of the worst days that I've had since I've moved out here. I had a whole bunch going on with my apartment, which I'll get into in the next couple of minutes. It's been a lot. It's really been a lot. But back to what I was saying about loneliness, you know, You will think all the time that you spend around people, with people, whenever you're in school, that you're um, ready to go be by yourself and to do things on your own and be on your own. And then you realize once you get into that mindset, it's like, dang, the sense of community that is always found whenever you're living on campus in college, that's something that can't be replicated once you graduate. And I kind of hate that I took some of that for granted. I know that when I was in school, my best friend lived in the building next to me. You know, my line sisters lived within five minutes from me. One lived two buildings down from me. So it was always easy for me to access, you know, the people that I loved and cared about. My friends were close by. I could easily walk over to somebody's apartment if I needed to catch a ride with somebody. When I got my car, drive over there and just pull up on people if I feel like it. And then I moved to Beaumont and I didn't have any friends and I barely had family and I didn't I didn't really know anybody when I moved here. So there was just a lot of times where I was grateful to have my own space and to live alone. Cause truth be told, I'm still okay with living by myself. I really do not want to live with anybody else right now because having a long day at work and being being able to come home to complete silence, you can't beat that. You cannot beat that. That is something that I won't be giving up for quite a while. But it's the times where 
I don't want to be alone and I don't have a choice but to be alone. It gets hard. There's nobody there for you to go cry to, a shoulder for you to cry on, somebody for you to go run to whenever you're tired of being by yourself. You really have to tough it out on your own. I know that when I first moved into my apartment complex, I had a lot of stuff going on with the first unit I moved into. And I'm going to just be real. I had rants. And I know you're probably thinking like, ew, she nasty. Absolutely not. I clean up after myself. I clean up every day. And I saw one. I'm going to put it like this. If I saw one at a, at 11, I was on the road at 11.01 to Houston because I just who finna spend a night with a rat? Called maintenance and everything. And that's technically not like a maintenance emergency, but I didn't care. I had called them and they had laid some traps the next morning. And I came back on that Sunday and had, you know, my Grammy go through my apartment with me. She came with her own golf club talking about she was going to war. I said, period, Grammy. We're not finna fool with no rat. But there was something like, you know, even though I had my mom supporting me saying that if I wanted to move, you know, she would help me with moving costs. She would help me figure out her and my stepdad helped me figure out what I um, wanted to do. Like, of course, with breaking my lease, like researching things for me to see how I could go about terminating it without it ending up on my record, just being very supportive. I had my Grammy pulling up to the crib, trying to see what was going on, looking through everything. One of my coworkers left work to come look through my place the second time I saw one. Second time I saw one, um, just to make sure that I was straight. So, you know, I have people looking out for me. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I'm the one who still has to go into that apartment and be alone. And four months into my job, I've finally gotten used to it. But it's definitely not an easy feat. I've gone through days where it just seemed like it was one thing after another, one thing after another. You know, I was having issues with my car. I was having issues with my account and some crazy tax people in California taking my money for no reason. Um, I don't make a whole bunch as a journalist. So, you know, issues with being broke and all these other things and times where, you know, I could just barge in my friend's room or go hang with my sisters and be like, you know, hey, let's go to carbs and let's go get a drink. Whenever something was going wrong, I can't do those things anymore. And as much as I really was not a fan of it at first, I will say that it's taught me how to depend on me. Whenever I have to make major decisions, it's always me calling somebody else, trying to see if I'm being rational or not because I didn't trust myself enough of my own feelings. But I've finally gotten into the headspace now where I can authentically be me and I can depend on myself and I can do what's best for me. And not to say that I still don't go to people for advice, but I no longer have to seek validation from others to know if my feelings are wrong or right. And that is a really good feeling. That is one of the best things I can say that has come out of being alone. I have learned to enjoy myself, just being by myself, not feeling like I need a relationship to validate me, not feeling like I need others' opinions to validate my own. And it feels nice. Um, Of course, another one of the things that I've dealt with coming out of school is like, you know, some people, they get blessed to get a nice little tech job. They're making money and they on all types of vacations when I come out of, when they come out of school. I did not. And I'm not sitting here saying that I'm complaining about how much I make because at the end of the day, I'm still able to sustain myself. My, my lights are on. My bills are paid. I got groceries in the fridge. So I make enough. But don't let anybody fool you and think just because I'm on TV, I'm a millionaire. That's not how it works. But well, at least not right now. But I will say that I'm really not too bothered by it because at the end of the day, I still get to wake up every day and do something that I love. 
I secured a job within a few months of graduating. And that's not something that happens for everybody. And so I just try my best to be grateful for that because I know that I could have easily had to go home and figure out life for a while before I finally ended up where I was at. The fact that I got two job offers coming out of school in an industry that's as demanding and as competitive as this speaks volumes. And I'm really, really grateful for the opportunity. So, you know, if my coworkers hear me, I just want you to let you know, I love y'all. Y'all really are the highlight of my day. I wouldn't be able to get through as many of the bad days that I do have at times being out here if it weren't for you guys, if it weren't for, you know, my assignment editor being kind of like my work mom and giving me the tough love that I need on almost a daily basis. If it weren't for all the jokes that I have between my coworkers that I sit by at my desk, if it weren't for my news director constantly motivating me and pushing me to be the best journalist that I could possibly be. You know, everybody in that newsroom brings something to the table and has added to my life in a positive way since I've moved out to Beaumont. So I really do thank them for that. Um, let's see, what else have I been dealing with? Ooh, FOMO, fear of missing out. And that ties into some of the loneliness that I've been feeling since I've moved out here. Because, you know, you see all the people that you know and love living, you know, in the same area. Like most of the people that I love and care for live in Houston. And Houston is not far from Beaumont by any means. I can get there an hour and a half or less. It just really depends on the day, what part of Houston I'm going to. At the most, it'll take me two hours to get to Houston, and that's to get to my side of town. Um, but it is a far distance whenever you know that you wish that you could spend time with people and that you can't. You know, you hear, hear people saying, oh, you know, let's go out for drinks today. And it's like, I used to be able to get up and do that, but now I can't because I have to work in the morning. And not that it's a problem that I got to go to work. Like I said, I'm grateful to have my job, but it's not the same versus whenever I live, you know, five minutes down the street from most of the people in my circle. And I could go out for a quick bite to eat or go out for a little drink and not have to make a long commute back home and still get enough rest to be able to get up and go to work in the morning. It's very different. And it was very hard too, especially because at one point my schedule had switched from Monday through Friday to Wednesday to Sunday. So on the weekends when everybody's out partying and living their best life, I'm at work. And it was hard, you know, especially coming in on Saturday mornings and you're one of the only people there. It just really emphasized like, dang, girl, you are alone. You are lonely, lonely, like ain't nobody coming to save you. But I still look at moments like that and I'm grateful because it goes back to just me learning how to depend on myself, me learning how to do for myself. I went back and watched my old reporter reel for the first time since I applied for my job. And don't get me wrong, it sucked. It really sucked compared to what I'm doing now. Oh, it sucked. But listen to that again. Compared to what I'm doing now, it sucked. All the hardships and the doubting myself, the questioning myself, the good days, the bad days, and everything in between. Four months into my job, I have made gigantic leaps, improving from footage that I put together in May. Some of that stuff I filled in late April and put that reel together to start applying for jobs. And it's just an amazing feeling to, one, see that 
what you're doing, it was something that was always meant for you. Because even though the reporter reel sucked, for me to have had no actual working experience before this, that was actually pretty good. I was doing weather, I was anchoring, I was reporting, doing stand-ups, all these things. And it's like, yeah, I could have used some work, you could have used some pointers, could have used some tips. But to see that, okay, I went from here and now I'm doing this and I'm having people come up to me, you know, sometimes at church, like, oh, this was a really good story. I saw whenever you did this, you know, knowing that my grandma, anytime she goes somewhere, she's going to show somebody my stories. You know, shout out Mama Chris if you ever listen to this. Love you, girl. Or my Nana, she's always sending my stories to her line sisters. You know, my first story that aired, it wasn't even something that you could hear my voice or see my face on. It was just a simple voiceover. The anchor was reading it. I just filmed the footage and put the script together. And to see my both of my parents just posting me so proud to know that their child has achieved their dreams. It is really a rewarding feeling. So I feel like I've been going on a tangent, but I'll try to pull it all together to say that post-grad life definitely comes with a lot of ups and downs, a lot of nuances for sure. And the motto that I have tried to develop for myself is sink or swim. Um... Because at the end of the day, whenever, you know, a lot of people, I don't have this experience because I actually cannot swim, but I know a lot of people have said they learned how to swim because somebody tossed them in the pool and they had one choice. You're either going to sink or you were going to swim. And I feel like that's kind of what life has done for me since I've graduated. I, I was just tossed out into the water and it's like, okay, what are you going to do? You're either going to sit here and drown or you're going to find a way to fight back. You're going to find a way to survive and get through what you're going through. And it was hard. Oh my God. Some days I just didn't want to get out of bed. People have seen the tears fall down my face. You know, the meltdowns, the angry moments, the wanting to just cuss everybody out because I was just so tired. But there eventually comes a time where it all begins to mellow out. There become there comes a time where all of your whys start to get answered. There comes a time when you start to see your growth, you start to see the grown adult that you are becoming. And then, of course, you have the urge to just take life by the reins and be like, okay, if I move like this, this is how I get around to living the life that I want. If I do this, this is how I get around to being the woman or the man that I'm supposed to be. This is how I get about go about having the things that I want in life. So for anybody out there that you know, has graduated and is kind of in my shoes. Um, I just tell you to hold on because better days will come. You know, you may not be making as much money as you want to make right now, but that's just right now. You're making more money than you probably were making last year or the year before. You may not even have the job that you necessarily want right now, but that is just right now. Life is going to change. Life has its cycles. And as long as you keep pressing forward each day is one day closer to you getting the life that you want and that you need and that you deserve. And another thing that I would tell anybody who's listening is a lesson that has been very, very hard for me to learn, but I finally have grasped for the most part, the concept of it. Put yourself first, put yourself first. I feel like I have lived a majority of my life for others putting everybody else first, choosing everybody else before I choose me, choosing people who aren't choosing me. And it's caused a lot of damage. 
And I was stuck in that mindset and that cycle because I just, like I said earlier, I've never wanted to be somebody who was seen as selfish. I've never wanted to be somebody who wasn't seen as a good person, you know, because everything that I try to do for people is with good intentions. It may not always come across that way, but it's with good intentions. I never do anything with the means or the desire to hurt anybody. So it was hard for me to learn how to put myself, but then I had to realize one day if I'm doing all of this picking and choosing for everybody else and putting all of my needs to the side, who is choosing me? Who is putting me first? Who is taking care of me the way that I need to be taken care of? So I say all of this to say your needs, your wants, your desires are more important and you should only allow people in your life that are going to be compatible with that. Don't allow people into your space that are going to drain you. Don't allow people into your space that are going to make you feel like you're asking for too much. Put you first. That is the number one step into becoming the grown adult that you actually want to be. You have to put you first and do what's best for you. Because people will demand whatever it is that they want out of you and sleep peacefully at night with no regret. Take life by the reins. Live for yourself. And I promise you, even the darkest of days will become a little brighter. And lastly, I would just say, be your, well, not even lastly, because I just thought of something else, but be your authentic self. Nobody can be you better than you. And I know that sounds very cliche, corny, very Dr. Seuss-like, but seriously, nobody can be a better you than you. So why spend your life trying to be like everybody else or put yourself in a box to fit into what everybody else says or thinks that you should be doing? I've struggled with that for years and I'm finally in a space where it is healthy for me to be my authentic self. It is encouraged for me to be my authentic self and I stand out in a good way because of it. I've struggled with it for so long because I felt like I always stuck out like a sore thumb, but it was only like a sore thumb because I refused to accept me. I refused to accept me and uh, be the light that I, I know that I was meant to be. So... I say that really just anybody, be you, love you, and everything else will fall in line. And lastly, take care of your health, your mental health, your physical health, all of those things. I um, just recently got back in the gym yesterday. You know, I was at Planet Fitness putting my work in, but it felt good to know that I'm doing something for me and I'm not trying to get back in the gym to punish myself for gaining weight. I'm trying to take care of my body so I can live a long and healthy life. I started going back to therapy and I've had to make some kind of hard decisions as of late because of some of the things that I have been like uncovering and discovering about myself in therapy. But the peace of mind that I have because I have been choosing to prioritize my health has been worth everything. Even the tears that I've had to shed making hard decisions, um, it's been worth it all. And I, the peace that I have now, even though all of this has been a very, very much a roller coaster, it's just worth really anything that I've gone through from the past up until today. So prioritize your health, prioritize you, do what's best for you, live life for you and chase after anything it is that you want wholeheartedly find what it is that you want to do with your life find your purpose find your passion and hit the ground running and don't look back i 
you know, may not be anybody now whenever it comes to me being a reporter, me being a journalist. You know, a couple people around Southeast Texas know me. But I know that someday I'm going to have an Emmy Award or two or five. Who knows? Someday I'm going to be somebody's favorite anchor in whatever city I end up in. Someday I'm going to land that news desk in Houston, the goal of mine that I've had since I was a little kid. I just chose to hit the ground running and to not look back. And that has propelled me to walk into that office every day, even if I completely bombed the day before, and to get up and try again. So find something that motivates you to keep going no matter what. And I promise you that you will start to be okay. It may take some time. It's going to take some time. You know, I'm just now starting to be okay. And I moved to Beaumont at the end of July. It's December. It's going to be a new year. It took me some time, but I'm finally starting to blossom into me. And I don't have any regrets for anything. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up now. But I just want to say that I hope that everybody stays warm. It is very much cold outside. I was reporting live earlier when the temperature dropped. And yeah, it no, I my toes finally just unfroze from being out there. So please, everybody, make sure that you are dripping your pipes because it actually will be to under 28 degrees for four or more hours. Um, so drip your pipes, open your cabinets, turn on your heat because you don't want your pipes to burst because that's going to cost you some money. Um, layer up. These are prime conditions for hypothermia, potentially even frostbite. Keep your house warm because you can catch hypothermia in the house too and drink warm fluids if you're going to go outside. Um, I just hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. I will see you back here hopefully next Thursday, if not next Thursday, the Thursday after that. Um, I love you guys. If you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to hit me in the DMs. And if there's anything that you want to hear me talk about, please feel free to let me know. God bless. Like you did that shit for